0: I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. New legislation banning assault weapons may be on the docket when Illinois lawmakers return to Springfield in January. The bill is dubbed the Protect Illinois Communities Act and bans the sale of assault weapons, high-capacity magazines, and rapid-fire devices. Those that currently own an assault weapon would have to get it registered. Bill sponsor, Deerfield Representative Bob Morgan. Communities around the state are experiencing more and
1: more daily experiences of gun violence that are creating these deep, deep family and community traumas.
0: And we have to do more to
1: stop it. There really is critical support amongst the legislature and I'm hopeful and optimistic that we'll have the support to pass
0: this law. The measure also raises the age to get a FOID card from 18 to 21 and expands the role of the Illinois State Police to help stop the trafficking of illegal guns from other states. Morgan says he'd like to get this passed in early January before the new General Assembly is sworn in. Illinois lawmakers Thursday approved changes to the controversial Illinois Safety Act. The changes include the option for defendants detained prior to January 1st to remain under the old bail system. The legislation also updates the so-called detention net, crimes that qualify a suspect for detention. GOP State Representative Patrick Windhorst of Metropolis voted against the bill and said the bill does not go far enough to protect public safety.
2: While we talk about the pretrial fairness aspect of the bill, we're lessening penalties for repeat offenders. That's not going to help public safety. And we still haven't addressed the constitutional issues, probably because we can't. The Constitution envisions a cash bail system under Article 1, Section 9. We should let the court rule on that provision before we start doing anything with implementing this act.
0: House Republicans argued no matter how many trailer bills come along, Democrats still passed and signed the original Safety Act over the objection of law enforcement groups and Republicans. The Safety Act takes effect January 1st. Lawmakers and advocates want more to be done to combat the growing number of fentanyl-related deaths. During a news conference this week at the state capitol, the group discussed the need for more awareness about how deadly fentanyl is, saying it's 50 to 100 times stronger than morphine and heroin. Representative Rita Mayfield says the issue of addiction needs to be addressed head-on and discussed freely.
2: Until we stop stigmatizing individuals who are using drugs, start provi- start uh, funding these programs to give them the support that they need, we will continue to have not just these overdoses that are widely sweeping our nation, but we will continue to have violence in our communities. They are linked together.
0: Others talked about how Narcan, which can counteract an overdose, needs to be more readily available. They also say primary care doctors and substance abuse specialists need to work together to help patients battling an addiction. 63 Illinois counties are now considered at an elevated risk for COVID-19 transmission. That's up from 46 counties the previous week. Illinois Department of Public Health spokesman Mike Claffey says the increase was expected this time of year.
1: We are seeing an increase in cases of COVID-19 and the flu around the state of Illinois. This had been anticipated as as we're getting into the colder weather and, and the holiday season. We're very concerned about this, obviously, especially with young children. The flu vaccines that are out this year are designed to address the specific flu variants that we're seeing this season. And that's the same with the new COVID-19 bivalent vaccine. If you have not gotten that bivalent
0: booster, you should really do so now. Illinois reports 20,495 new COVID-19 cases in the last week. Williamson, Johnson, Massac and Randolph counties are listed at high levels of COVID transmission. Another respiratory illness, RSV, still remains a concern among kids with only about 10 percent of pediatric ICU beds available across the state. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.